The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Oh, you have selected GeekShowPodcast.com. Good for you. And thank you for doing it. Hi, it's Carrie. And to keep this show up and running, we rely on our fine sponsors. Give them all some love, individual and long-lasting love, if you can. PCLaptops.com. They provide us with the juggernaut, this here computer right here in front of me that I am speaking into right here. Uh, the greatest laptop ever built, in my opinion. Dan, the laptop man, can build a laptop for whatever your need, from a super gaming system like he likes to do, and the stuff that I'd use in my office or, or here in my little studio. Let Dan help you at PCLaptops.com. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. Their hold service, or a poll as, as it's known throughout the nation, a hold service is free. You get 10% off your hold purchases over $20. And you'll probably see me and the panelists there most Wednesdays, 2043 East, 3300 South. And we love the Atomic Arcade. It's the real deal. Classic arcade games at classic prices. Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Defender, you know what I'm talking about. All the great classics at classic prices. Open seven days a week and open late as well. 3939 Highland Drive in Salt Lake. I want to thank all our sponsors for paying for this party. Here we go. Oh, you have selected GeekShowPodcast.com. Good for you. And thank you for doing it. Hi, it's Carrie. And to keep this show up and running, we rely on our fine sponsors. Give them all some love, individual and long-lasting love, if you can. PCLaptops.com. They provide us with the juggernaut, this here computer right here in front of me that I am speaking into right here. Uh, the greatest laptop ever built, in my opinion. Dan, the laptop man, can build a laptop for whatever your need, from a super gaming system like he likes to do, and the stuff that I'd use in my office or, or here in my little studio. Let Dan help you at PCLaptops.com. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. Their hold service, or a poll as, as it's known throughout the nation, a hold service is free. You get 10% off your hold purchases over $20. And you'll probably see me and the panelists there most Wednesdays, 2043 East, 3300 South. And we love the Atomic Arcade. It's the real deal. Classic arcade games at classic prices. Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Defender, you know what I'm talking about. All the great classics at classic prices. Open seven days a week and open late as well. 3939 Highland Drive in Salt Lake. I want to thank all our sponsors for paying for this party. Here we go. Oh, we sure as hell ain't in the basement. No, 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 no we're not. We're, we're in, in the Joseph F. Smith Legacy Gallery. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're, uh, we're here yeah. celebrating his legacy. Yeah. All right. I, was, I can't read the legacy from here. Well, but he was a guy. It, it looks was, impressive. It was very impressive. Looks like there are some petticoats involved in his life. And uh, even better, we are here in front of a live studio audience. Yay! I'm scared. Kingsbury Hall, y'all. <laughs> Kingsbury Hall. This is uh, very nice. Thank you to Sherry from Kingsbury Hall for making this Yay. possible. Everybody give her a hand. Everybody give her a hand. To be, to be quite honest, Sherry, we've, we've only done a few location shows. And this is the nicest setup that we have ever had. We don't, we don't know how to act. No. So, so thank you, and I hope we don't embarrass you too much and uh, bring I've done, bring the wrath of Joseph Smith's ghost on you. Or, I've done Joseph half F. as much uh, mescaline as I usually do yep. before that's good. a show. That's good. That, that was the one. Uh, that's the one thing I did. The proviso. Right. And there's yeah. only a, a hint of uh, stale beer. 
here. Right. That's just a hint. our usual recording. Just a hint. Uh, now, uh, what we're doing here uh, in Kingsbury Hall is uh, this is being recorded before the uh, show, Shatner's World, We Just Live in It. And we're all here to <laughs> see true, the show. right. And so we thought, and we've never done this before either, we do a show, here's hoping, on one subject. Which we've never done. We've never done. <laughs> never, yes. ever done. If, 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 if you've ever listened to Geek Show have podcast, you, you know we well, have a yeah. hard time Why following it? one Maybe train of thought. Why did we pick DeForest Kelly? <laughs> yeah, why did we pick yeah. DeForest Kelly? Shouldn't we be well, talking about Shatner? His one-man show is awful. It really is. He just lies there. It's just the oh, oh, oh. Too soon? Too soon. No. Too soon. Oh, right. and here I was going to say he was Sorry. still living up to his real nickname of Bones. Oh, there we go. That's, Starting off classy like we do. Let's, let's, uh, no, let's introduce this classy panel. Down on this end, the wild card, Mr. B, Shannon Barnson. No, yeah, that's my uh, name. Shannon, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't know we I work at a 7 Eleven, damn that's it. That's right, okay, Mr. B, that's all. That's uh-huh. his alias. Uh, I enjoy you. the mescaline flavored slurpees. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next, next, uh, next to Shannon, Jeff Vice, film critic to the world. Yes. Let me say hi to him. Radio from his, Hell, Thursday mornings, 9 a.m. hour. His uh, partner on uh, television in the big movie, Mouth Off, Jimmy Martin. Hello. Got drunk with the, uh, the real dude last night. Yeah. Drunk with who? With Jeff Dowd, who is uh, Jeff Bridges's, uh, oh. Bridges's uh, inspiration. inspiration for Jeff the, the dude, the dude. Jeff Lebowski. Yeah. That guy is kind of fucking crazy. You got his number? Uh, yeah, he's got mine too. Good. We're gonna, attack, <laughs> we're gonna sex each other. We all, uh, we all have your number. I like your penis, man, <laughs> dude. It'd, it'd be like you mean coitus? <laughs> Sorry, I know that movie back and front. Scott Pierce, TV critic, Salt Lake Tribune, right here. <laughs> And Henri. Henri, yes, Henri. It's on his card. I know. When, when he walked up, he uh, mentioned how cold it was waiting outside, and I just wanted to tell him, not as cold as Carrie's basement. Yeah, no. right, exactly. That is, that is probably true. That is true. It helps the equipment work better. Lee George Cade. Hi. Yay. Go visit him at his restaurant. I'm there all the time. Oh, now. what's Frisch, the address? Fresh Compassion Eatery, 779 <laughs> South, 500 East. Thank you. Salt Lake City. Uh, it's, part of the, it's part of the show, Mike. <laughs> Utah. Yeah. Triple T, Too Tall Tony, producer, designated driver of the uh, podcast. Hi. Thank you. you get, hey, did you get uh, some new tires and maybe a gas can? Still working on it. All right, cool. <laughs> did you see on the, uh, on the Facebook, a guy said he'd cut you a deal on some tires. Yeah. I saw that, but Tony's, I don't... Uh, Tony's not the only panelist who gets stuck in my driveway. Yep. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Jeff got Slush. stuck. Oh, jeez. Uh... Yeah, and our fun. host, of course. Oh, oh hi. Nice. It's Carrie Jackson. Oh, hi. Yay. Jackson. Yay. Mr. Radio from Hell, man. Remember, listen, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 on X96, because after 10 a.m., the station disappears. I don't know what happens to it. I oh, they, they guys, play crappy music. You're about to turn 21. When does that happen? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, uh, the station uh, is turning 21 wow. in February. That's awesome. And so we're of legal age. I remember. I remember. Oh, you guys should get really drunk and puke on each other. I think that's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. That makes for great radio. All right. <laughs> you know, we have wanted to, I'm going to tell you the truth. We've wanted to do a drunk show forever. The drunk show is a time-honored tradition in radio. Yes, it is. Sure. Radio uh, morning shows have been doing it across the nation forever. And what they do is they incorporate uh, safety, highway safety, don't drink and drive kind of things. They yep. get the highway patrol involved, and, and they do it all the time, right? Yep. Not ours. Why? Why not? Well, the brethren are not sure whether it's a good idea. Well, what if you had, what if you had a well, Utah Highway Patrol officer with a breathalyzer? Uh, that's been brought up. 
Can yeah. I come in and talk to him? Because I think uh, Gina with her new head injury, oh. that may be like a real fun can thing. I, can I say my favorite new character on the show is head injury Gina? Yeah. <laughs> Where am I? Uh, we, we did the breathalyzer show on, on my show in, in Sheep Rape, uh-huh. and we got away with it. I yeah, know. but that was and, in the last millennium. Well, that's true, but yeah. it was interesting because it turns out uh, seven beers. Took you, me to legal you, you also weren't owned by people who know who Joseph F. Smith is. Oh, that's uh, true. That's true. Uh, Legacy Gallery, and we're tainting it, and I'm terribly sorry. All right. Uh, yeah, we've never done this before. This is uh, a, a one-subject show. I'm going to time how long it takes before we get off topic. <laughs> Didn't we already just we already, do that? Yeah, I was say, that would so, be like five, four five, and a half seconds. Five, it was uh, five minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> A new record. So we'll start again. I'll start it over. All right, All right. Here we go. No, no, don't start the show over. Uh, no, no, no. I feel, like, I feel like we're on Sundance. Yeah. We are. We're like sand. It's really great. I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing tights and moon boots. I got a leather jacket. Well, you're wearing tweed. You're wearing all black, just like all of uh-huh. us. Yeah, whatever. Shut Trust up. Me. Just uh, do your you know, show. Sustainability, okay? Do you have diet water? You just don't understand my movie. <laughs> I like diet water. That's the best. All right. Here we go. Uh... William Shatner. Yes. Hi, Dr. Paul. Wow. Come on, you guys. Right? You're here to see him, obviously. Give him a hand. I, I guarantee you, if you don't clap louder than that when he comes on, he's, he's going to be... He's going to yeah, leave. Right <laughs> he, 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 he will leave. Yeah, he's like you show ever. <laughs> he's like Tinkerbell that way, if you don't... Yeah. <laughs> if you don't believe. He's so, just, Terry, can not. I ask you, uh, how did that interview go the other day? <laughs> wah, wah, you see wah. this setup I got here? Uh-huh. It's better. better than what I have at the station. No. Right. Believe it or not. I should have recorded it on my gear. Thank you, Dan, the laptop man. Yes. Yeah. All right. So William Shatner, born on a spring day in Canada. Watch yep. Montreal. He's Canadian? Quebec. He He's is. French Canadian. But Kirk's American. Mon Dieu. Uh, <laughs> anyone know the day he was born? I'll give you the year, 1931. Do you know the day? Anyone? anyone? I do. The I best do. day I do. ever, I sir. <laughs> I don't the care best what you day say. Ever. I do March not remember 1931. 22nd. March 22nd, the day after the first day of spring. What the? F- because the first day of spring could not compete. And no. once again, right. may I, it could may not. I point out... Mm-hmm. What? How the hell? I know how many drugs you've done in your life, sir. Yes. How do you remember when they're William all, Shatner's birthday? They was? were all memory enhancement drugs. Oh, sure. Uh, I did those too. Well, and I can't remember the, Car- like, the Car- combination of my locks for my gym locker. I can't remember my Carrie. Gym is. Uh, Carrie knows this story pretty well because uh, my wife was in labor on March twenty second. That is true. Yeah, she, was on, she was in labor from six o'clock in the morning on March twenty second, all the way through the twenty third. So, so uh, that's why was, we've never forgiven him for not she, being born on Shatner's birthday. She, Shatner wouldn't allow it. Right? Well, she tried. I remember she yeah. was she was pushing and everything. Trying Trampoline. To, trying to get that kid out of so her. So to punish yeah. the child, you named him Max? Maximilian Tiberius. Tiberius is his middle name, for Christ's sake. Yeah. And that's no shit. Is it really? That is no shit. Yes, yes, that's his legal name. You scare me. Yes, for Tiberius. <laughs> I, uh, just now scare you? No, no, often. <laughs> All right, so let's see what else have we got here. Uh, Shatner spent many years honing his craft in television and live theater before debuting alongside Yul Brynner in The Brothers Karamazov. Yes. 1958. He was kept busy during the 60s in films such as Judgment at Nuremberg. Nazis. Nazis. And The Intruder. Guys. Of the course. Intruder. He was on, uh, yeah. That was one of his... Uh, you know, I'm going to laugh if, if the show starts and he just reads the same paragraph. If he does, 
Carrie <laughs> <laughs> emailed it to him. <laughs> and then I was the intruder. Possibly. And it says here, I was the intruder. Did uh, we forget the defenders? Uh, I, I was just kidding. It's right here. There we go. He's pretty also, order. Also, Alfred Hitchcock presents Outer Limits. Of course, Twilight Zone. Yeah. yeah. There's a man on the wing of the plane! But he, you know, he, was, he was also in the episode with the uh, fortune-telling devil in the Nick diner. of Time yeah. is the name of that episode, and uh, that's my favorite Shatner episode. That's my favorite Twilight I mean, Zone. what hasn't he done? He did Columbus. Honestly, he has done everything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, ser- seriously, I, I can't think of anything that he has not... Anyone? Just yesterday he, he was in the Cooking It Fresh. He was, <laughs> he's <laughs> a chef. He's done that. What? He has not given no, birth. No, no, wait, he has wait, not. But he, he has given birth to many, many, many characters. That's true. <laughs> and some of them were painful labors. And it's I, I, some of them required scenery chewing. It <laughs> was not easy. I, I just I don't know if you all know this or not, but Scott Pierce here is Shatner's biggest fan of his acting. <laughs> <laughs> Scott well, you know, loves. early in his career, he was sort of an acclaimed actor. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I don't know exactly what happened. Oh. What about Boston Legal? But he did deal. win Emmy. He won Emmy. He was for amazing Boston in Legal. Boston Legal. Denny Crane. Oh, yeah. Denny Crane. I want that door to fly when he walks out and slaps you. <laughs> yes. I'd, I'd seriously, I'd give him Who's every the dollar one? in my pocket. Who's the one here who doesn't like my acting? Yeah. Come who here, did it? If that happened, I would just go I home. Just, I wouldn't have to see one yeah, more thing tonight. I just find it distinctive. Distinctive. You know, as a matter of fact, on my list of shat facts. Oh. You're you're full of shat. (laughs) He has had a word invented, inspired by him. His clipped dramatic delivery of his lines. His what? Clipped. Oh, clipped. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, He's all the way down at the other end. You didn't hear me. Uh, your fan really enjoyed that, Shannon. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Peppered with dramatic pauses is referred to as, and this is a word now, Shatnerian. Oh. Oh. His oh. Shatnerian recount of that line was I, amazing. I prefer right? Shatnerific. Shatnerific is working Shatten as well. it up. Of course, in 1966... Three seasons of Star Trek. Hey, What's this now? It was a space show. Yeah. Ah, sounds space good. Space show. It was kind of a wagon train to the stars. Sometimes, unless they didn't have much of a budget, then it was a Western or mm-hmm. something about Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> or a giant hand holding a spaceship. Okay, while we're on Star Trek, I want to go down to the panel and I want you to recount your favorite fondest memory, whether it's funny or touching or moving or whatever, mm-hmm. of your favorite episode of Star Trek. Who wants to go first? Jeff Weiss? Oh, Jeff Weiss, of course. Aaron of Mercy. Aaron of Mercy, which was what episode? Uh, well, actually, no. Uh, let me change it. Balance okay. of Terror, which well, I was uh, going to say that that's a great episode. Uh, Balance of Terror, the, that the, the first appearance of the Romulans in Star Trek, and it was shot like a. Uh, it was inspired by some of those submarine movies. Das Boot, wasn't it? Das, well, no, no, no. Das Boot came it, way after it, that. It, yes, no. it inspired Das Boot. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, sir. And then they used that style again in Star Trek Two because yeah. they had a limited budget and they needed to shoot with the tension and everything. So they, they again, recounted those submarine uh, shows. Anyone else? Oh, there's so many. Arena. Arena? Yeah. Kirk fought the Gorn. Yeah. 
Every young boy was inspired. Greatest That's fight right. ever. I'll yeah. be recalling this later toward the end of the show. Yeah. I have a special, a special thing I'd like to share. Oh, uh-huh. involving Arena. Oh, but did but did you try and make a cannon, Jimmy? No. Anyone no. else? Man, I cried like a bitch. Yeah. Star Trek Two. That wasn't an episode. No, we're talking about the TV. Oh, shows. episodes. We'll get to we'll oh, get to the movies. Jesus. Well, I like the part where he goes. It's called love. <laughs> what do you say that like seventeen episodes? Love. Was that uh, Jeff? Was that Gamesters of Triskelion? I believe it was. Yes. And seventeen other episodes. <laughs> That's what we call love. And when he drop kicked a dude. That was almost every episode. Yeah, that was good. Huh? <laughs> I seriously, it's seriously, it's like United abroad? Federation of awesome. Planets. Are, we're all just a bunch of judo bastards. Well, it's, it has been called the Shatner flying leg kick, right? Yeah. Is that especially when he used against Khan, where he actually went up against the wall and then did the flying leg kick? Oh, seemed to be counterproductive, one. didn't it? Well, it kind of destroys physics and inertia. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. Oh, inertia. It was cool. Scott Pierce, do you have a favorite? Well, I have many, and a couple of them have already been mentioned, but I might say um, the ultimate computer. Ultimate when, co- oh, when we found M5. out that Captain Kirk was better than computers. Mm-hmm. What? Right. Well, he is. And banging broads? Either that or the last episode when he turned into a woman. I uh, oh. That is true. His his woman acting skills were amazing. When he did the, he felt himself up in that one, as yeah. I recall. <laughs> well, wouldn't you? And then <laughs> that'd be the first thing I did if I turned into a woman. If you were, oh, oh, oh yeah. No, no, no this no, was finally. this was this was Kirk pretending to be a woman yes, he, he in Kirk's been, body. He had been possessed by so, the spirit or brain or whatever of a woman. So he's right. like he's like running so, his hands over so his rippling chest. So that's a, exactly that's a yeah. woman who's experiencing Shatner for the first time, and and she goes, well, Shatner goes. <sighs> Like yeah, actually, he actually, and he minced when he walked. And minced, yes. Yeah. It was amazing. Brilliant. It was pretty so awesome. good. Of course, it was, it was a precursor to RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. <laughs> of course, for me, I love it. What was the, what was the name of the episode, Jeff? <laughs> I like how you have to keep going back to Jeff. I know he'll, he'll know. <laughs> or Scott will know. I think Jeff's better than a computer. I, <laughs> <laughs> he's the M5 of the show. Beep boop. Uh, Space Lincoln? Oh. Oh, with the rock monster. Space Lincoln. What's the episode? Anyone? Anyone? No. Anyone? It said Space Collins. Uh, it was Lee Berger. Yeah. Savage Curtain, thank you. With the Yarnick. I loved when they're cruising along. It's the beginning of the episode. They're cruising along in space, and they're on the screen, <laughs> sitting in a chair <laughs> in space, is Lincoln. Sure. Right. That's what he does. Still does. Although, you know, once again, maybe that inspired Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I don't know. Because he was tough. But then they talked to Lincoln for 30 seconds or something like that. And they're convinced he's Lincoln. Sure. Sitting in space, well, floating they have, in a chair. They, well, they had, they they had, had technology, sensors. bro. They'd be like, scan for Lincoln. Yep, it's Scanned, Lincoln. yes. Captain, <laughs> <laughs> Captain, it's Lincoln. It's that easy. Genetically, sir, sir, the he matches he Lincoln. I was going to say that was the worst Russian accent I have <laughs> ever heard. You'll hear, you'll hear any that was even one. worse than uh, Chekhov's. Walter yeah. Koenig. Yeah. It was weird when Spielberg did it in Lincoln, too. Captain Nick Lincoln. In space. Yeah. yeah. Siri, is that Lincoln? Well, they're so inspired by it. <laughs> they're so inspired by the floating hand. <laughs> yes, well, Captain. And the, that uh, is Lincoln. <laughs> now, as, I, as, as I recall, they just talked to him, and they were fine with it. Because, you know, Kirk was a, a he studied Lincoln. Right. So it's like, oh, he knows. Yeah, yeah. sup, Lincoln. 
course it's not. I'm going to on some stuff that only yeah. you and I would know. It's the future. People wouldn't have that unsightly wart on the face still. He, he must be Lincoln, yeah. right? Okay. And I've noticed you got a space chair. <laughs> space chair? How do you argue with space chair? All right. So, uh, yeah, Star Trek. Well, then after Star Trek folded. Oh. I know, right? Sad. Shatner spent the rest of the decade and the 70s making the rounds, guest starring on many primetime TV shows. Every, every primetime TV show. Every primetime. He was Hawaii Five-0 in 68, Marcus Welby, MD. He was Magnum P.I.'s mustache. He, uh, he was. He was a monkey on chips. He was just his toupee that played he was, that part. He was Ironside. He, wasn't. he played Ironside? He was on Ironside. Well, he's so good. You, well. Wow. <laughs> played the wheelchair. He played Raymond Burr playing Ironside. Um, he was also in a... Really just, he's here, I hate to say these things, awful, um, West Euro-Western movie called White Comanche. What? Where I think he played an Indian. Oh. And, Carrie, if I remember correctly, was this the movie that was all in Esperanto? That is not. That's coming up. Oh. I, I do have that. He was in a movie that was all entirely in Esperanto. <laughs> Kingdom of the Spiders in 77. That's actually a fun movie. Terribly fun movie. You like that one? It's terrible, and it's fun. All right. <laughs> But then uh, 1977 happened, and a little thing called Star Wars came along. He wasn't in that. No. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. I was scared. I thought I missed something. <laughs> Paramount, of course, and everyone in Hollywood was like, what, can, what space show can we do? People like the space shows. Oh, we got this little thing called Star Trek. I guess we could bring it back. Yeah, so they bring back the movies. Star Trek, the motion picture. Jeff and I have told this story many times. We did not know each other at the time, but we went to the same screening at the same theater at the same time. The Fox Theater in Provo, Ugh. where when you bought a ticket, you got this little pin, this Star Trek insignia pin, because you were there for the first day for the first show. Wow. Do you still have yours, Carrie? I still have mine. I still have mine. A little gold. It's the best Star Trek pin I own. Mm -hmm. You people are such geeks. I know. <laughs> Shut up, what, you. What year was this? 79. 79. Oh, 79. Okay. Oh, Scott was only 50 then. <laughs> I still have my pin when I, I know how old you were. <laughs> I was 19. Wow. Now, we all have our memories of the first Star Trek movie. I didn't notice how boring it was. Mm -mm. Because I was... Nine. Well, Sure. <laughs> exactly. Carrie, Carrie was 13. I, something. I 14. Know. I was too busy mm -hmm. to that ship. That was oh. the international uh, sound of uh, jerking off to yes. the ship. Yes. I, just, I just wanted there to <laughs> be a series at the end of whales. Because remember, the only Star Trek that we knew was Space Lincoln. Sure. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of effects we were talking about. Yeah. Where a giant hand could stop the Enterprise. Yep. Yeah. But now, good God, up on the big screen, beautiful man in the suit. Oh, that was, that was me. That was your favorite part. Yeah. Love that guy. And I didn't notice how boring the movie was the first uh, time. Uh, the first time. What about the second? Second time I noticed. <laughs> second oh. time it was a soul-crushing... Oh, you were looking for styrofoam rocks the second time around. I was. So this movie needs styrofoam rocks. It didn't stop me from seeing it like eight times in the theater. Yeah. The, but, you know, I almost think the bigger problem with that movie was it was just ripped off from an episode, a very mm -hmm. good episode. Jeff? And I knew before it ended how it oh, was going to end. No, 
Nomad. Nomad, which was name of the episode. I mean, it's second season. Oh, you don't care about the second? Oh, he's a snob of the second world. Actually, the second season was second season and first season are good. Third season. We're we're all sober. Uh, Nothing's really working in our brains. That's true. Yeah, speak for yourself. Could be the problem. If you can plagiarize from yourself, that movie was plagiarized. Need fuel. Uh, So now and then, then there's another little story about uh, the first movie. It was rated PG, which at the time meant parental guidance Gasp. suggested. Ah. I point that out because I grew up in a small town, Salem, Utah. Next, uh, The closest theater we had was in Payson. The Hewish. The Hewish Theater. Where I went to go and see this movie, I think for the sixth time, and was turned away. Oh, my God. Because my parent was not with me. Wow. I kept shouting... I've seen it and suggested, not required, it's suggested. That's Hollywood saying, eh, maybe. And that's why he's such a mean bastard today. So this day, <laughs> is this there, what's in that? What's in that movie that would be? It's that 15-minute dong uh, shot. Percy's was that it? She's not wearing... Uh, that bald chick, I think you can see yeah, her nipples through her uh, suit. Yeah. And nah, then there's a near a shower scene. A near shower scene? Yes. Yeah. What's that, Jeff? Oh, and there's suggestive... So in the bathroom, that's it. There's, there's yeah. some really suggestive transporter mangling that could destroy Well, that's, that was the only thing I could think of, was the transporter yeah. mangling. Or maybe they were afraid kids would just fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, you know, that, I, that, think, that, fall asleep, I think... Fall this might have been one of Shat, all over Shatner's the seats, finer you know? performances, yeah. because it's tough to spend that much time staring at a view screen. I don't know. That 42-minute flyby at the beginning of the movie was kind of cool. <laughs> Was it, 40, Look, was it 42 minutes? It was 42 minutes. It feels like 42 minutes. I, we, we argue about this because I was, I was a little older, and my sister and I went to see this, and about, the, you know, about halfway through that, we looked at each other and went, oh, my God, this is boring. Now, there is a, uh, a trimmed-down version available somewhere, right? Well, Jeff? I think there's a very good movie in there if you mm-hmm. cut 45 Jeff, minutes to an hour somebody out. did that, and it's uh, like on YouTube or something? It is. It is on YouTube. I've watched it. It's like a trimmed-down version of it. Yeah, they they went by the shooting script from the first episode of the TV series that it was supposed to be on, and uh, they just trimmed it down to like an hour. And it's that was the original plan. It was going to be fun. called Star Trek Phase Two, and it was going to be a TV series. On they went movie. Paramount was going to launch its own network, but they decided that would be a terrible idea and it would never work. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, uh, yes. they're doing the sound check in there, and it just sounds like uh, Shatner's fighting with some chicks. <laughs> like totally... That's part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. part of the show. All right. Which, uh, like drop-kicking them? Huh? I don't know. A flying drop Maybe. kick. Sound kick. Here's a quote from uh, William Shatner. Speaking of Captain Kirk, we were basically one and the same. Although Jim Kirk was just about perfect, and of course, I am perfect. Whoa! <laughs> well, at least Jim Kirk remembered the names of his crew. Oh. oh. Wow. All right. Poor George. Uh, let's see. Um, ah, Dr. James Kirkland, uh, hmm? PhD, wrote a 1996 Star Trek novel titled First Frontier. And in his acknowledgement, thanked Captain Kirk, Arena, for inspiration and being his childhood hero, Arena. All right. Uh, Let's see. Ah, Star Trek V. Let's talk about Star Trek V. Scott Pierce. Still not the worst. Yes, it is. No. Which one? Whales. Oh, Oh, the whale one. (laughs) 
nemesis. Let's see. Well, well right, Wales would be the most successful. Let's one, let's uh, let's have the public decide. Okay, I'm going to list three Star Trek movies. I, I want to hear what they say. It's I want you to applaud. No, for... Carrie, they look angry, and some of them have torches. That's true. <laughs> I want you to applaud for which one you think is the worst. Which movie? Star Trek uh, Five: The Final Frontier: The Quest for God. Jimmy thinks that Star Trek IV The Whales is worse. What do you think? Oh, see? You got one support. We're going to go have a drink. Yeah. Jimmy's who did that? Jimmy's I like that. Who, 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 was it that, that agreed, who was it that agreed with Jimmy? Because he wants to make friends with you. Yeah, we're going to be best friends. And the one that. Well, Nemesis. Oh, really? Yes. See, without let, Lee let, George Cade, I appear to have won that. Hey, These people just don't like God. The worst one with Shatner in it. <laughs> the worst one with Shatner in it was definitely the one where they go looking for God. Well, let's, let's not. I'm not arguing that Nemesis was good. I would never argue that Nemesis was good, but I just. This, oh, what a horror. It didn't have God, Kirk. God's the one with the sexy dance, right? If yeah. I, five is the yeah, one with the sexy dance. So, I've my mind. The only thing about yeah. Nemesis is there's, that I would give it is that there are some cool space battles. Yeah. But, oh, sure. But oh, I, I see nothing Enterprise. to recommend. And a great the, dune buggy chase. stupid search for God. Really yeah. good dune buggy chase. But, but, but how about... Yes, hello, you're having a show? <laughs> yeah. How come you watched the movies so many times if you didn't like them? It's just not some, that I didn't like them. You need to learn yeah. something about this show. <laughs> let me just, just let to me make sure you, how much we hated them. What is your name? Yeah. What is your name, sir? <laughs> Sam, new to the show. Here's our philosophy on Geek Show. We can make fun of Luke Skywalker being a whiny bitch. Well, because he is. And yes, he is. at the same time, still want to be him. <laughs> That's our philosophy. And we love him. We don't. We don't take this stuff so seriously. We we still love it though, but we don't live and die with it. You know. I, I, mean, I will also say I've only seen Star Trek Five once. Really? I've only seen Nemesis once because that was enough for me. Let well, me tell you not, why. Not even enough to go see, back you're, and make so sure. You're smarter than me because because I've, I've said this before, <laughs> but I saw when I saw the stupid search for God once. I thought, oh, that was awful. And Maybe a few weeks a later, move. I thought, it can't possibly be as bad as I think it was. And I went and saw it again, and I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Pierce, you seem to have a lot of pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did struggle with, you know, Lucio Ball's son-in-law being Spock's brother. But Oh, really? What? Lawrence Luckinbill is Who's married Lucio to Lucio Ball. Lawrence Luckinbill is related to Lucy? He's married to Lucy Arnaz. Oh, my God! <laughs> I once asked Lucy Arnaz if she regretted that her mother had sold Desilu to Paramount because she could be this queen of Star Trek. She could be. She laughed. Star Trek V has a brilliant, and being the atheist here, I love this line. Hey, um, boys. What does God need with a starship? That is a great line. Which I have applied in philosophical arguments many year, uh, over the years. <laughs> I, that's, that's why I love that one so much. And the scene with McCoy... Euthanizing his father, I thought just there brilliant. are good things in it. Brilliant scene. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I don't enjoy comedic Klingons. <laughs> <laughs> that was my problem with most of the Next Generation movies. Oh, you then Scott must really hate Star Trek Three. Yeah, yeah, because you got uh, Chris, Chris Lloyd. Lloyd. Oh, Christopher well, Lloyd. I I actually I watched that recently and it was better than I remembered. But Christopher, I that part I don't like. Thanks. All right, mm -hmm. uh, we got to take a break. 
and uh, we'll uh, we'll t- start up uh, the second half here in just a moment. Thank you for being so patient. Thank you, yes. Sam, for indulging us. By the way, Thank <laughs> it was you. a good question. Actually, Thank it was you. a good question. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. The Atomic Arcade. I love this place. Thirty nine, thirty nine Highland Drive in Holiday. Downstairs from Cruiser's Bar, across the street from a bar named Sue. Great place to wake up your reflexes before you go home or get a few games in, blow off some steam on your work or your lunch break. Classic arcade games for play at classic prices. Free admission, that's the best part, and no hassle with those tickets. You got your Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroid, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. You get the idea. It's a great escape from the nagging girl or boyfriend, spouse, or kids. Or You're not going to feel weird playing around a bunch of little kids. You know what I'm saying? Perfect for date night or hanging out with the geeks night. You just walk across the parking lot. you got soap, cupcake, Nielsen's frozen yogurt, all that stuff happening there. There is a repairman and video game expert on site every day, so all games should work correctly the first time. They are open seven days a week. That's good. And open late, even better. All games are only 25 to 50 cents, so check them out on Facebook, the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive is their address. Tell them Geek Show says hey. Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. There's really only a few places you might buy a computer. The internet, where you have to wait weeks to get your computer and ship it off to Chumbawamba if it breaks. Some retail box store where you have to do aerobics in a Speedo while screaming to get help. And again, send it off to Chumbawamba or a small computer store that could be out of business next week. Well, no need to fear because PC Laptops is here. We've been in business over 19 years. Every one of our desktop computers comes with PC Laptops exclusive lifetime warranty. So we'll take care of you for free forever. And to make it extra sweet, we're offering your choice of zero down, zero interest for a year financing, OAC, minimum payment required, or 90 days, same as cash, no credit check financing. You heard that right, no credit check financing. Your job is your credit. So call us right now at 1-877-596-SAVE. That's 1-877-596-7283. Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. Because at PC Laptops, we really love you. And this is the broken news portion of GeekShowPodcast.com. Welcome to it. This uh, episode recorded a few weeks ago. Uh, It is the Shatner Tribute episode. Uh, Hope you're enjoying it. Stay tuned to the end, though. For Shatner's greatest movie scene ever. <laughs> we'll have that for you in living color on the podcast. All right. Uh, joining me here in the basement, uh, Jeff and Jimmy. Oh, hi. Hello. Hi, boys. Big movie mouth off. How are you? Uh, let's see. Now, there's a lot of stuff happening, and uh, mm, I, I've got a ton of Marvel stuff. Should we save that till the end? Yeah. Into the broken news? Let's do it, because it's all at once. All right, I got, a, I got a few things here. Got a few things. First of all, I've been telling you about this movie, uh, 1952, that Disney is doing. Oh, it's the, the Brad Bird one? The mm-hmm. Brad Bird directed, yeah. starring George Clooney. Did, did anyone tell Clooney that he uh, is no longer in 1952? <laughs> and did they tell him, and is he okay with the fact that it is now... The Tomorrowland movie. Is it? Is it based on Tomorrowland? That's the name of the movie. Oh, it is now. It is no longer 1952. It's called Tomorrowland. Huh. 
You remember, this is the one that I told mm-hmm. you about where they found the box of, uh, of stuff. Yeah. And it was uh, pretty much, you know, just like, here's an idea for something, whether it was a ride or whether it was, you know, a movie or uh, uh, something. And uh, Brad Bird got a hold of it and said, I want to make this movie. And he's, it's like his close encounters is what he calls it. <laughs> but now it's called Tomorrowland. Oh, now that you say that, though, that it was his close encounters, they probably thought, well, Close Encounters was a Spielberg movie, and so was 1941. And 1952 sounds too much like 1941, so let's change the <laughs> title. I, I wish it were like that. But, uh, yeah, now they're calling it... Tomorrowland, and I wonder if George Clooney knows that the movie's been, the title's been changed, and now it's named after a part of the park. I, All their movies are named after a part of the park because now. That, but that just doesn't seem like anything Clooney would go, sure, I'll be in that. <laughs> you know, he was approached with Aliens, 1952, and he went, oh, yes, I'll do that. But Tomorrowland. Now suddenly, now suddenly he's in the Tomorrowland movie. <laughs> I don't think he knows. He might not. I think he hasn't been told. He's but anyway. banging the broad somewhere. He didn't care. Oh, yeah. Stacy Keebler, she's so fucking hot. Man. I know for a fact, though, that Clooney listens to this show. Oh. And he's just now learning about it, and he's very upset. He just did a spit take. He did. <laughs> uh, let's see. Also, uh, okay, here's a couple of other things. Um now, we all know J.J. and uh, the Star Wars and all that stuff is happening. Wait, what's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a little thing. <laughs> well, because of this, there have been a few changes in plans that Jarge might have set aside. <laughs> well, first of all, they're saying that uh, don't count on that release date that they announced. On about, the 2015. Uh-oh. Yeah, about 2015, because J.J. wants to uh, uh, take control of the project. Sure. And, uh, and make it. Uh, good, I think, is what the, was the word he used. Um, <laughs> oh, it wasn't. He didn't well, want a Fox Rush job. Yeah, so don't count on 2015 for the new Star Wars. Or at least not May. Well, they're always going to do May, I think. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it it would be tradition. It would be May. My money says 2016. Probably. But that, that's and that's just well, a hunch. That's just a hunch. You think about it. He's not done with Star Trek. He's got to go on tour with it. He'll be all over mm-hmm. the globe with it. He's got a bunch of TV projects that he's got to work yeah. on after this uh, Star Trek movie once that's done yeah he's got a bunch of stuff in the hopper so he wouldn't even be I would say available to even start let's just say if he put this TV aside he wouldn't be able to touch it yeah I'd even say like October November you know earliest right and then what that gives him a year and a half not not even a half (laughs) plus I know he wants to do some rewrites he said so I'm sure that it'll be a while but anyway there's that Hmm. Uh, George also had planned to uh, keep releasing the uh, the Star Wars prequels in 3D (laughs) I read this. I was so excited. Well, this is a, this is a quote from uh, someone involved. Uh, is a press release. Given the recent developments that are moving forward with a new Star Wars trilogy, we will now focus 100% of our efforts on Star Wars Episode Seven in order to ensure the best possible experience from our fans. We will post further information about our 3D release plans at a later date. In other words, mm-hmm. not in such a rush to see Attack of the Clones and uh, Revenge of the Sith, right. and even the even the the original trilogy in 3D in a theater. They they were like, yeah, not such a good idea. And and that's mm. fine with me, really. That's fine with me. Not everything has to be in 3D. Not everything has to be in 3D. I don't want everything in 3D. So they're put. So they're putting that aside. <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, Battlestar Galactica: Blood and Chrome. Uh, you can see it now, chopped up in segments on the web on a tiny screen. Here's hoping your internet is good. Yeah. 
Or you can just wait and see it the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> and that is uh, on uh, Blu-ray, video on demand, uh, February 19th. I got this yesterday. You did? Yeah. You bastard. I'll bring it over and let you play with it. Uh, you can watch it on Sci-Fi Channel on February 10th. Okay. So that's, that's when you can see the whole thing put together. Did you watch it? Not yet. Not yet? Yeah. I want to, though. I'm hearing good things. I refused to sit down and watch it segment by se- yeah. segment as it as it was doled out to me. We'll have a date night. Yeah, we should. Right. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Battlestar Galactica, Blood and Chrome. It's the uh, prequel during the Cyclone War. Uh, Cylon War. Cyclone. Shh, what the <laughs> it's a young <laughs> William Adama. Is this uh, pre-pockmarks uh, on his face or post? Or maybe this is the story of how his face got damaged so badly. Proactive didn't uh, work. <laughs> it did not work. So there's that. Anyway, so there's Battlestar Galactica stuff. Um, oh, and have you got this yet, Mr. I get them before everyone else? <laughs> I thought I'd share. The, uh, the new uh, Aliens game. No. Uh, Colonial Marines. I, I oh, asked for it. <laughs> uh, go out uh, on the web and take a look at the trailer. It looks pretty cool. The demos at e- the, the past yeah. two years of E3 were cool. It's, uh, it, it looks really cool, and, it, and it's for grown-ups because they say fucking. Good. <laughs> uh, that's out on February 12th. If I saw an alien, I'd probably say fucking too. Damn so, right. Uh, See, that's actually one of those that I wish I were on PlayStation Network so I could play with people. It and, is. And just for, it, there and, is online. It's yeah, on no, PS3. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could go and yeah, do but that. I don't, but I don't have PS3. But, but I wish I could just so I could. Are you kidding? They're fucking killing us, man. <laughs> now, uh, I uh, mine only came in the mail today, sir. You've had yours for a long time. Dread. Yes. Of course, on uh, Blu-ray. Oh, so good. And you know the reason I bought it is I read this story a few weeks ago. Uh, Judge Dredd, massive failure at the box office. Yeah. And they said that it had to, it had to reach a certain point in order mm-hmm. to get a, a sequel. And so it came out, didn't do well. Everyone went, eh, not so much. Well, they said that if it sells a lot on DVD... And they used Kick-Ass as the example right? Sure. of a movie that failed in theaters and then found its life. Scott Pilgrim was another example they gave, but more so Kick-Ass. Uh, said that if it does well on DVD, then maybe we'll, uh, we'll think about a sequel. Yeah. So I bought a, I bought a copy. You're the only one, huh? I'm the only one. <laughs> Is it still the, not doing well? I know the rest of the panel got them for free. Hey. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I asked nicely. <laughs> That movie's so fucking good, though. Uh, it is cool, and I can't wait to sit down and look at it. Uh, let's see. Okay, before we go all superhero-y on people... Well, we have to. These are the final three stories I have. So yeah. Let's get all superhero-y in here. Um, this is, uh, again, more rumors about the Justice League movie. <laughs> That's all it is. Which, is again, <laughs> I just tell you, it's rumor because there's not even a fucking director attached to it. Yes. When that day happens, then you'll know that the movie is happening. Just to repeat, can you say Justice League movie again? Justice League movie. I know. Now, the only reason I bring this up is because I do kind of trust the source. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that they're trimming the Justice League to five heroes. They will be Superman, mm-hmm. Batman, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. Green Lantern, and Flash. Uh, Aquaman didn't make it. Aquaman did not make the cut. Yeah, I'm fine with that because it frees him up for our movie with Pierce Danny McBride. Right. So anyway. Pierce goes, no. 
And again, that's just that's just the latest rumor. I'm not yeah. even going to even worry about yeah, it. Yeah, they're all rumors. I, 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 again, yeah. <clears throat> if Superman's not a hit, and that's the other thing is that uh, if if it is not a hit, and, <laughs> and I read this, I read this story, in, Hollywood uh, Reporter, Hollywood Reporter. You read the same one, yes. And that is that all the pressure is on Superman oh, right yeah. now. Is that if that movie is not a hit? We're not and seeing could, a Justice League I movie. Just, and I just don't understand that. I don't understand how Warner Brothers can have a stable of extraordinarily recognizable mm-hmm. and marketable mm-hmm. heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's... Uh, and, and just uh, toss far them Far beyond aside. Marvel. It, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the thing. They have name recognition. Worldwide. Com- yes. Yeah. Everybody knows who Wonder Woman is. I mean, I'm I serious. Mean, you can take a picture of Superman and, and Muhammad Ali... And Jesus to an African village, they'll recognize Superman and Muhammad Ali. <laughs> they'll wonder who the bearded hippie is. So uh, it, that's just what kills me. They, they. I mean, you don't have to show Superman the symbol. The symbol. Just the fucking the symbol. symbol. That's all you have to show around the world in the farthest corners of the world. Even you the show Batman. that symbol, they'll say Superman. Yeah. And 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 the same with Batman. Mm-hmm. And you could even say the same with Wonder Woman and and possibly Flash. Most recognizable superheroes, mm-hmm. as much as I love Marvel, DC superheroes are more recognizable the, around the, the world. The, the only one that Marvel has that even rivals it is Spider-Man. Exactly. That's the only one. Exactly. Yeah. So why is it that Warner Brothers can't make a successful project using DC superheroes? I just don't get this. Man, well, they had Smallville all the air. I mean, they, they, years. they did have Nolan's Batman that you can say that was successful. You could say that. Okay, but, there's the one. But Batman say, is yeah, huge. Yeah, but... But, but but I think they but, just have Schumacher syndrome. Ha- I mean, absolutely. And remember, at the time when uh, Batman Begins came out, Warner Brothers didn't have a great deal of confidence in that. Yeah. They yeah. didn't exactly. They expected it to fail. But I always say this: if you would travel back in time ten years, if I were to do that and say to ten years ago me that Iron Man would be one of the biggest goddamn superheroes yeah. in movies, <laughs> I would have looked at future me and said, "Fuck you." You're insane. This is not a recognizable character, nope. yeah. but it is now the biggest movie yeah. ever. Yeah. So, what is wrong with Warner Brothers that they are fucking this up? Now they're making some good. They're making some good things. They, like you said, the Batman movies. Of yeah. course, they're terrific. This Arrow show on TV, pretty good. Not I bad. Keep, I keep hearing good things. Not yeah. bad. I'm watching it. Yeah. But this idea that they have for Wonder Woman is oh, terrible. Amazon. Oh, I heard Jesus. that they delayed it. Is that true? Oh yeah, it's, it's been delayed, but. Yeah. But they need to get on it. Um, But the fact that they're now saying, well, if Superman doesn't make it, then fuck all y'all DC heroes. That's just stupid. (laughs) I just don't even see how. I mean, you look at that trailer. I don't know how they even are scared that it's not going to do well. They should not be. They should not be concerned. It looks pretty. Because I'm looking looking at all the stuff that's coming our way as far as this movie goes. I even went back and I, I found online. Look for it. The script for the uh, the Kevin Smith, uh, Nicholas Cage, <laughs> Tim Burton thing. But it was after Kevin Smith was fired from it and some other guy got a hold of it and rewrote it. The script for that? Yeah. Oh, God, that would have been the worst fucking movie ever. Oh, and, and, and by the way, thanks yeah. to Lola, uh, Lola for posting that picture to Shannon's Facebook page oh, yeah. of Nicholas Cage in the Superman costume. Have you, have you yep. seen, heard about the, the Kickstarter for the documentary the guy wants to make? Yeah, I did. Uh, that's, out, that's out there. Superman, was it Superman Lives, you know, the death of Superman, like what happened? Yeah. Or, I, that'd be a great documentary. He wants to do a documentary about the making of that movie that was never made. Yeah, yeah. And if he gets enough money, he wants to recreate scenes. Yeah. And, I, then, and then the one, and, but, 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 but I read but, that script. But this, yeah, and this is, <laughs> and this is the same. 
bunch of DC and Warner's executives who can't get the films right. They would squash that documentary in a I heartbeat. Know. Yeah, of they, course they would. They, of course they would. Because that's how well, fucking and it would stupid them, and short-sighted well, they are. It would make them look bad, and God forbid. You well, know? I don't know. Under documentary, you might have the Fair Use Act you know, on your side. But would you actually get Tim Burton to come sit down with you and talk about how everything fucked up? He'd be foolish not. Well, I, well, well foolish, you know, yes, but well, you know, he's you know burning Kevin, bridges then. You know Kevin Smith would. Oh, of course a- he would. Absolutely. Yeah. Tim Burton would be dicier because he would, of course, make them drag Johnny Depp and Helen Monum Carter yeah. into the movie, <laughs> yeah. too. Uh, so anyway, more uh, DC stuff. Uh, Cartoon Network's uh, new lineup, Young Justice and Green Lantern, are out. Killed. Killed. Killed it once again. Again, yep. Once again, Done the, the, there's DC striking again. Yep. Because, because they couldn't sell action figure ads during the cartoons, which is a law. Yes. It, oh, it, is that a law now? Yeah. Well, no. It, it, it was a law that was put in place a long time ago when we were kids. Uh, in the, I think it was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. It was because they were concerned that Saturday morning cartoons were becoming a marketing tool for toys and breakfast cereal. Well, they are. And so Congress, you know, <laughs> fuck the First Amendment. Congress went in there and said we need to protect the children. It's rare that they do that. Yeah. But they felt we can stop. We can stop breakfast cereals and toys. That's not a problem. <laughs> Guns, not so much. But uh, yeah. So yeah, that that was part of the deal. That was part of the deal. And uh, this is what happened: is that DC said they weren't selling enough action figures, so therefore the shows were not successful. Yes. Now, here's the thing. I've met people who sell ads for media. Yeah. I blame them. I don't blame those cartoons. You know, I, I know, blame the dumbasses who sell ads. Exactly. Exactly. And I also kind of blame y'all for not watching your shows. Yes. That's part of the problem. Is well, that, uh, you know, I know you're waiting for them to come on DVD your Netflix or no. DVDs and everything. But you know what? Until the old men that are in charge die, mm-hmm. you have to watch your media Live, live as it happens. Well, well and, and, you know? and, and to be fair, too. And, and listen to it. And to be fair, those Green Lantern movie toys sucked so fucking Well, that's bad. the movie toys, though. This is the cartoon. This is the uh, yeah. the CG cartoon that we're talking about. And it was it was a little bit better looking, mm-hmm. especially the toys. <laughs> but uh, that's that's the way it is. Until these old folks are no longer in charge, you've got to consume your media live. That's TV, and that's also radio, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it don't count. Podcasts don't do me a lick of good. Oh, all right. Uh, so there's that. But thanks uh, for listening, anyway. But th- well, I'm not talking about this one. Well, yeah. No, this is a completely different animal. I can say fuck here. <gasps> uh, but <laughs> so what they're doing is uh, Young Justice Green Lantern going to be replaced by Beware the Batman because well we know he works. Yeah. But but this is this new CG Batman series where Alfred is a kick ass. And there's a female swordsman sidekick named Katana, and all the villains appear to be based on animals. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's Professor Pig, there's Mr. Toad, oh, there's Magpie. Batman Beast Wars, good, yeah. good. And, uh, <laughs> good for them, good for and, them. And uh, Teen Titans Go, the familiar Teen Titans cast, uh, emphasizes character-driven comedy. Uh, that was fun, though. They are losing Clone Wars to Disney. Uh, the one loophole, though, for Cartoon Network holding on to Star Wars is... Lego. Uh, There's your loophole. Warner Brothers owns Lego Star Wars, so you can expect to see more animated Lego Star Wars specials, including something called the Yoda Chronicles. And uh, you're also going to see a Powerpuff Girls revamp. Huh. 
on Cartoon Network. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And and they're bringing back Tom and Jerry, which I don't understand. <laughs> oh, they promise a fresh take on it, they say. A fresh take on a cat chasing a mouse. Tom's the okay. mouse now. Yeah. <laughs> He's hip-hop. That's what it'll be. He's hip-hop. So. Was it Poochie from yes. The Simpsons? <laughs> when Poochie's not on the screen, everyone should be asking, where's it's Poochie? Where's Poochie? <laughs> don't laugh. That... That episode is so frighteningly true. Oh, I when he goes, I have to go now. Whoop, 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 whoop. I have to go back to my home planet. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's get into let's marvel it up here. Uh, here we go. First of all, <laughs> when I read this, I thought it was a joke. Marvel buys DC. No, <laughs> they might as well. No, it's the, I wish they would. It's the uh, the casting in Spider Man Two. Oh, you read this, yeah. right? Yeah. I want it to happen, and I don't want it to happen Honestly, I had to check to see if it was an Onion story. Yeah. I did. Paul Giamatti as the rhino? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, did it spark because he talked about it on Conan, or was this yeah, after he, it? I, this, is, he, this is what it says here. But like I said, I had to do some checking because yeah. I looked at it, and I went, this has got to be an Onion story. This yeah. is an Onion story. But it is true. He is in talks to join Spider-Man 2 as the Rhino. Felicity Jones is negotiating uh, for another role, probably. Felicia Aaron. Hardy. Black, yeah, probably. Black cat. Let's not forget, Jamie Foxx is already there. As Jamie Foxx is there as Electro. Black Electro. Uh, Black Joe. <laughs> super bold. Uh, it, it says, the role is a dream part for Giamatti, who in the past has said the Rhino was one of his favorite characters when he was a boy. He told Showbiz Spy in March, I thought the rhino was the greatest thing when I was a little kid. It was a guy who was basically in this rhinoceros outfit, and I always thought, why don't they have the rhino in one of their movies? <laughs> As a cameo. Mm. Maybe, if he, like, maybe if he catches him at the very beginning. It might, think, be, it might be kind of fun. He says, it's he's, he says, but maybe the rhino wasn't that big of a deal for anybody but me. <laughs> if they ever go with the rhino, I would be ready and waiting. And lo and behold. And, uh, yeah. He's got a good scream to him. He, he, he does. But I just remember the last time they added more and more villains to a Spider-Man movie. And they added an actor from Sideways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Turned out really well. well Super just well. Yeah. That, I didn't think about that. You're right. Okay. Well, they're they're gearing up for a Sinister Six kind of thing, it looks like. Hmm. Yeah, I, okay, I'm a Spider-Man fan. Huge. I you know. know what Spider-Man villain I wasn't clamoring for? The Rhino. The Rhino. Especially Paul Giamatti is the Rhino. <laughs> I, I, don't get me wrong. Paul Giamatti I, is a great actor. Oh, and he, I love him as the villain in I, that. I uh, said the Rhino's in that huge. I said it before. He should be like... Doc Ock. If you're yes. if you're talking Spider Man villains, it should be yeah. Doc Ock. He should be, you know. So he could be not. It's a whole different universe, but he he'd be a good penguin. I he, think you could pull it off. You yeah. know, right? But anyway, all right. So there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Thor two picks up one year after the Avengers. Ooh, huh. we found that out in the timeline. It was uh, in Empire magazine. Uh, takes place roughly one year after the events in the Avengers. And two years after Thor, as the film begins, Thor will be a full-time general. And Asgard will be in big trouble. As the film begins, Asgard is war-ravaged thanks to attacks by ragtag invaders known as the Marauders. Mm -hmm. 
It says marauders, but that doesn't it's seem marauders. Marauders, yeah. During the time of the apparent vulnerability that the Dark Elves will arrive, wreathed in Giger-esque body armor, and led by Malekith. Christopher played, Eccleston. Played by Christopher Eccleston. And if that weren't enough for Thor to contend with, he'll also have to figure out how to reconnect with his girlfriend, Jane Foster. Yes. Yeah, and explain what he's been up to for two years. Yeah, with that hot Sif up there. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, he uh, he didn't pay her a visit last time he was on Earth in the Avengers. So yeah, he was too busy staring at Black Widow's ass like the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thor, you got some splaining to do. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there's that. Uh, that's happening there. And let's see. Uh, okay, let's get to Iron Man three and Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's do it. Here's some Iron Man three stuff we got. It's all over the interwebs. Mm-hmm. The missing toy. The deep space suit. Deep space suit. And I call it missing because it's disappeared now, maybe from the interwebs. But you know how the interwebs are. You could probably oh, still find it. Oh, you can still it. find it, I guarantee. And it was what and it was what was the toys? What were they called? There were those the, it, was the, it was the ones that Lee are obsessed with, the pop oh, the pop funkos. The pop funko figures. So there were four Iron Man figures. Four Iron Man three specifically. Uh, Iron Man, War Machine, Iron Patriot. And, and the other one. Which was called Deep Space Armor. Yeah. Now, again, this is all over the Internet. It's nothing, you know. We're going to space. But it, you, know, <laughs> now it, on, you know it's going to be the post-credits well, sequence. I don't you think know it is. I think it's, honestly, I think it's the end of the film. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't think it's the post-credit. I, I, I think th- it's him going, I'm yeah. getting the fuck out of here. I think what we do from now on here on this show mm-hmm. is we refer to it as Iron Man 3 ends in space. <laughs> well, it's going and, to. I'm pretty confident. And, and, and yeah. all the speculation is that that's how we're going to get our first Guardians of the Galaxy tease, too, which yeah. makes sense because in the Guardians of the Galaxy comic book coming from Marvel, Iron Man is a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, that I did not know. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually. Oh, what, oh the new one that's yes. coming. Okay, so that's what Bendis I, uh, it, I think they're going to come in parallel with each other. I and, and Well, and Bendis, who's writing. Okay, yeah, let me Guardians, find that. Guardians, find of, that quote. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. All right. Yeah, yeah here it and, is. Here and it he's is. involved with the movie. Here it is. This is this is what he says. Okay, now that clears it up. I didn't know that Iron Man was going to be in the Guardians title. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. This this does not lead. Everyone is saying that this leads credence to the Iron Man three ends in space. I think he's doing it to throw us off because Bendis says, Tony standing back and wondering what the Earth needs from him, what he can do for the Earth, for the galaxy, and then taking that back into his next Avengers adventure is a good story worth telling with Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the comic book there, isn't he? he but he's is. saying it in a way to make you think, I don't know, it's though. Iron Man 3. I think it might be both. You think? I yeah. think they might be playing off each other. I wouldn't be surprised. Again, Bendis is involved with both. Because the way I see, at least from the teasers and the trailers of Iron Man 3, it's very, you know, it's, it's inner monologue. It's it's Tony questioning his role in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of shit's going to, I mean, like you see in the trailers, they blow his house up. I'm sure it looks like, you know, I can't guarantee it that um, John Favreau dies. or that shot of him laying on the ground. Looks like he's, di- you know, going out. Mm-hmm. Poor and happy. I think, I think it's not going to really end on a great note. And then I think it's going to jump into the end of that comic book where he goes, I kind of got to get the fuck out of here for a little while. Yeah. And, and, they, he, and, and he goes say, to space. And they say, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to space. Yeah. And so. Deep I, space armor up, out I, into space. 
and what? Predictions. High of mind. I, 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 Guardian I, ship's going to fly by. Yes. And? I'll, I'll, and, and we're going to – the only Guardian we're going to see is Rocket Raccoon. I don't think it'll be Rocket Raccoon. I don't know. See, I'm going Raccoon. I'm going Groot. Really? I, it, but it's going to be something fucked up, and the line that comes out of Tony's mouth is going to be, well, there's something you don't see every day. I predict the last line of the movie will be, I am Groot. Yeah. See, I heard or, – or, you kind of had the idea where he peeks in the window and he, and he says and something like, is that, is that a raccoon? <laughs> or, or is that a raccoon? But I then, think he's going to peek in the window. He's going to see, and it'll be reflecting off of Iron Man's face somehow, or the glass. Uh-huh. And it'll be like a tree movement kind of thing. And it'll be, I am Groot. See, I, the one I thought would be cool is that you don't hear anything in case they don't have any voice casting yet. And all mm-hmm. you do is he peeks in that window and you just see a giant barrel of a gun with a raccoon holding it behind it. And it just closes out. But see, they will have a cast. They will have a voice cast by then. Mm-hmm. By Iron Man 3 in enough by, time to record? In enough time to record. That's mm. something that you could lay a vo- vocal sure. track down real quick. In a day, yeah. That could be easily done. They could prepare all of the CG and everything and lay down a vocal track just right away. Absolutely. Well, the money's on the table then. Yep. <laughs> and uh, this, is the late, this is an older story that they were courting Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler to play either Rocket or Groot. Um, I haven't heard anything more. Regarding that, I think that might be a red herring that was thrown out. Although there was an interview with Bendis where he was talking about writing the Guardians of the Galaxy book and somebody brought up Adam Sandler's voice and you could tell he was displeased with it. Yeah. Because he mentioned the first time he started writing uh, Rocket Raccoon, the voice he heard was Bruce Willis. Yeah. I like that. that. Well, and it, it would make sense because Bruce Willis played a raccoon in Over the Hedge. Right. Animated <laughs> movie. I, I mean, yeah. maybe that's typecasting. But now he says the voice he hears when he writes Rocket Raccoon is Jason Statham. Uh, so, I say I like that one. So Bendis is saying Australian. Yeah. Okay, now that's interesting, too. Yeah, I think an accent is needed. Um, Adam Sandler, he just, it's going to be he one of those things. Like he sounds Sandler. like Adam Sandler. And it'll be it'll be the Stan Lee syndrome, where it takes me right out and going, oh, that's yeah. Stan Lee. Or that's, that's Adam Sandler. That's why I don't want Adam Sandler. It yeah. will take me out of the yeah, movie. Not it, that he can't do voices. I understand he can. He right. can. But I don't want it. Yeah. Now, here's another one that I don't know if you've heard about. This is one that everyone's talking about, you know, Iron Man 3 in the end and spacesuits and all that stuff. I've got, this is the one. This is the one that's going to blow your mind. Okay. You can thank toy companies for ruining your movies. I love it. I love it. And this one happened a while ago, so this is probably old news. And I hope you've heard about this. Although, I would love it if this is the first time you guys have heard this. Uh, Lego, Iron Man 3. Uh, According to, uh, there's a fan site called Brick Fanatic, which uh, reported the uh, set of Lego for Iron Man 3 include Uh Tony Stark, Iron Man MK42, Pepper Potts, Mandarin, and a pale green bad guy we're not allowed to know the name of. Chen Lu. Hmm. Radioactive Man. Radioactive Man. <gasps> Jiminy Jillikers. Well, now. Uh, uh, Up and at them. <laughs> there, there, is a, there is a Chinese actor who is cast to play, and I'm not even going to try to say his name. Zuquigi Wang. Perfect. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Very fluent. Uh, playing Chen Lu, Radioactive Man's alias. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So. He, 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 was I, a, he was a scientist that got irradiated. And not to, not, yeah, not to be confused with the Simpsons, Radioactive no. Man. Yeah, not, the goggles, they do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they're going to, if they do use this character, I would be shocked if they called him Radioactive Man. 
Because I think that would, most people don't think of Radioactive Man in some yeah. sense. I think I think it's kind of like the Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. Exactly. Where they never say Catwoman. They never it's say Catwoman. It's just a badass. I think that's what it'll be. Yeah, too. it's got to be. Uh, and then the final bit of Marvel news that I have, and then you have a little something, yeah. um, is the, uh, uh, we have cast the, it's called Female Lead in the new Captain America movie. Sharon Carter. Which more than likely will be Sharon Carter. <laughs> although, Sharon Carter. Although someone on my Facebook page said, oh, so that's who's going to be Miss Marvel? She's not. Wrong movie. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Emily Van Camp, who plays oh. who plays in uh, this show that my wife watches and that Scott Pierce loves, Revenge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was on Everwood. Apparently she's and, very uh, good. And Brothers and Sisters? Yeah. It? Yeah. Uh, again, all shows my wife watched yeah. and Scott Pierce watched. Uh, and apparently she's very good. So yeah. uh, I got some. I got a look at her today. She looks great. She's so, blonde. So we'll see. Just like Sharon Good Carter. Looking. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. So there's that. She, huh? Jimmy, Sharon Carter was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who was Captain America's girlfriend. Isn't, she's, it, she's, isn't the, the granddaughter? Uh, niece. Niece. Niece, niece of Peggy Carter. Niece of Peggy Carter. And didn't people think it was the nurse that woke him up? Yes. Yeah. A lot of people said that. Yeah, I think that was just a nurse. <laughs> Sometimes a nurse is just a nurse. <laughs> Even if she has giant breasts. Yes. Uh, uh, now, what do you got uh, as far as uh, Marvel goes? I've you, got kind you've, of uh, you've, you've got Because I know you've got your inside. I mean, this is the guy who gets everything first and free. Insider trading. Travel and shimmy and shake with, so, with the best of them. I mean, you know, he's uh, he's hanging out with all of the, the big names. And yeah. uh, you've heard some, some stuff. I've heard something. It's uh, It's a spoiler. Okay, so this is a it potential is a spoiler, spoiler. Right. for the Shield show. The Shield show, uh, the TV in, show. In my travels, I have come across, I would say, reliable information. Mm-hmm. Uh, how Coulson's still there now? Jimmy is purposely being vague, yeah, because he doesn't want to get people in trouble. Yeah, let's be honest. We vetted the information. Just trust Geek Show to tell you. We're pretty sure this is how it's going down. That's it's. What I've heard. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it, and for those who don't know, it, it's been confirmed S.H.I.E.L.D. is after Avengers. It is post-Avengers. And yes. so the question was, and we talked about it, if Coulson, uh, how no, is Coulson still there? Yeah. And it's the debate of whether, you know, is it Coulson? Is it, did they lie? Or is it, uh, uh, what do you call it? A though? life model decoy. Life, life model, model decoy. decoy, yeah. You want to know? I would, I would I, like I would to know turn, how this is happening. Yeah. If you wouldn't, turn away now. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if not, just fast forward a little bit. They lied. He didn't die. He never died. I knew it. I fucking knew it. They just Fury, lied. Fury so was full of telling shit. me that, that that's that's what I've according heard. According to what you know, what I've heard, Coulson didn't die. Didn't die. That makes me mad. As I was kind of bummed. They, I was kind of bummed. Well, yeah, because again, his death was had, important. Meant it something. had meaning. Yeah. It meant something. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and see, I understand that, but I do like the, like it from this level. It makes Nick Fury that much more of a fucker. Agreed, but still, it'll play well. I'm I mean, sure right. it'll be fine. But but I was a little. Mm. I was yeah. I'm a little bummed actually. I'm a little then, bummed. I, I do say this: you go I mean, back it, to the Life Model Decoy, and it's going to turn into Kenny dies every episode. That, that's lame. That's, and that's right. worse. You're right. Life Model Decoy is lame. So, but okay. <laughs> I'm sorry but, to shit but, your cheerio. No, but again, see, I'm not the kind of geek who's going to go, well, fuck that! Yeah. You know, and, and well, and I'll say this. I'm not going to do that. I could be completely 100% wrong. I'll give it a chance. <laughs> I'll give it a chance. That's what I'm going to say. Go and, ahead. And, I, tr- I, I trust in Joss. I, in Joss so, we trust. Indeed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I will, and, and you know, yes, but we get more Clark Gregg. 
is that about? I thing? loved him as Coulson. Yeah. He was great but as Coulson. It, but, I just, I also loved his death. Yeah. But I thought that maybe the character was done and his arc had happened and his death had meaning. Yeah. That's that's what I liked about it. But all right, show me, show me differently, Joss. Show me, I, and I will. I will be there on opening night. On, I, on, of course, I on will. ABC and opening with you know watching with open eyes. Goddamn right, I will. So I'm I'm hoping we get to premiere the Shield pilot at Proovies. Well, with with a crowd, <gasps> we'll make. Some that should phone, be a geek show thing. Let's make some phone. calls. I kind of think so. Let's make some phone calls. And, uh, we'll see what we can and, do. And and one thing I would like to see out of this is. Coulson be pissed off at Nick Fury for getting blood all over his Captain America trading cards. That, that is because they were vintage. Either you or somebody said that. And I was like, That's a great scene, actually. <laughs> yeah, they they, what they have were you done? vintage. <laughs> they they were vintage. You ruined them. They, they were, were vintage. vintage. All right. Uh, what do we got here before we wrap up and hand you, uh, send you back to the? Uh, the episode is called Dick Diamond. By the way, the, uh, the, the <laughs> that was beautiful. The Shatner tribute uh, episode. Uh, DVDs and Blu-rays. Uh, right here we go. Flight. Uh, Denzel Washington as an alcoholic pilot. Oh, yes, the day. yes. Yeah. Uh, pretty good performance from him. Mm-hmm. Kind of turns into a PSA at the end. Yeah, ag- ag- against drinking and... And flying. Yes. Yeah. I but, promise not to do that. But but remember the hot uh, hotel cleaner from My Name Is Earl? Nadine yes. Velasquez? Yes. Gets you naked. Mm. Really? Like in the first minute. Yes. Worth it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm there. Well, I said it only takes you a minute of your life and then you've seen it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm there. Uh... A film that I thought I'd hate a lot more, surprisingly, Here Comes the Boom yeah. with Kevin James. Oh, really? I thought I'd despise it. Yeah. and it Well, it's, it's Kevin not, James. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not great, but it could have been a hell of a lot worse. So maybe check it out. Now, now what is really shitty, <laughs> Alex Cross. Jesus. If you ever uh, want to see Tyler Perry be an action hero. I never had that desire. No. A, a, I love watching him run and wheeze at the same time. A, a doughy, <laughs> out of shape, constantly out of breath right? action hero. Who, who, when he has his big fight scene with lean, mean Matthew Fox at the end of the film, yeah. I was just fucking Oh, it was hilarious. Uh, Celeste and Just Forever. Okay. That's with uh, Andy Samberg, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what's her face? Who was on The Office? Uh, oh, crap. I can't remember it. Her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a Late Quartet uh, is a drama with um, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Christopher Walken. So it's all right. Uh, Side by Side is Keanu Reeves' documentary. Uh, about digital versus film, it's oh. actually really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really if you if you're into filmmaking, I'm curious. Yeah, really check it out. Yeah. It's cool. I love that he made a documentary, and then um, I'm trying to actually get him on the show. Alex Winters got one down at South by Southwest. Oh yeah, about Napster, and so uh, I love that Bill and Ted are making documentaries. Nice competing, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll bet Bill's is better. Oh, uh, let's see a drama called Love Me. Another one called Breathing. A perfect ending. Uh, Peter Pan is now on Blu-ray. The Diamond Edition. If oh, the, Dis- the oh, Disney the one. Disney? Like the old Disney. I do like it. Yeah. Never smile at a crocodile. That's right. What makes the red man... Ra- yeah, nice and racist. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Jump <laughs> in Oh, there. Song of the South was the only racist thing they ever did. Well, that'll ever. never be on Blu-ray. <laughs> Give it time. Uh, let's see. Cabaret and A Star is Born is both on Blu-rays, both classics back yes. in the day. Uh, Bella Lugosi Scared to Death Collection is a 10-pack of, <laughs> of his films, if you want to see Bella Lugosi. Funny. Uh, Ultimate. Ah, <laughs> oh, so. I watched that just about a month ago. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's see. Ultimate Spider-Man, Avenging Spider-Man, is a is a cartoon. Yeah, it's all right. That show's okay. Uh, let's see. If you're into the Civil War, the definitive Civil War collection, over 28 hours of programming from Mill Creek. That's a lot of programming. That's a lot of programming. And then this one's even more. World War II, same company, Mill Creek. World War II, America joins the fight. Seven DVDs is 39 hours. That's a lot of programming. <laughs> wow. Uh, the Sex Thief. 
You ever heard of this film? No. It uh, had David Warbeck in it. It's directed by the guy who did uh, uh, GoldenEye and uh, Casino Royale. Martin Campbell. <clears throat> Martin Campbell. And this was kind of like his tribute to James Bond before he ever got into it. Hmm. And the guy is just, a, you know, he's a action hero, sex pot kind of mm-hmm. guy. Always right. on the girls. Okay. Animaniacs, volume four. Love the Animaniacs. <clears throat> Absolutely. Can never go wrong with it. Uh, Cougar Town, season three. Actually a funny show. Not bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Southland, seasons two, three, and four of the cop show. Uh, that is what is out. Mm. And, and, right. and by the way, Celeste and Jesse Forever was written and directed by Rashida Jones. Oh, uh-huh. There you go. Thank you. And uh, one more thing to promote. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess we can consider the February movie night. Well, I was going to ask you guys how this is going down here. Uh-huh. I've got all the details. All right. All the deets? So the deets. I'm, looking, I'm looking at the last Sunday of the month where we usually do Geek Show movie night. It's Fe- also the same night as the Oscars. Feb- yeah. February 24th. 24th. Day before my birthday. Uh, we're going to be having the third annual Big Movie Mouth Off Oscars extrava- extravaganza okay. down at Brewies. So come join us at 3 p.m. We will be, we'll be playing the film that Vice and I thought should have won Best Picture last year. Should have. Should have. Drive. Drive. Drive should have won Best Picture. So we'll be playing Drive at 3 p.m. Totally head stomp, free. Head, head stomping fun. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. And Christina Hendricks, too. Oh. White trash Christina Hendricks. Yes. White trash. That's my favorite. Uh, so uh, that's at 3 p.m. Totally free. Come down. Okay. Uh, then for about 4.45 is when that'll end. Uh, that's when the red carpet will start. And that will run for until about 6. And 6 is when the show starts. All right. And so that is it. That'll Everything's free. We have tons of giveaways to give out, Blu-rays and posters and whatnot. And people wants to get dressed up this year's. Yeah, they oh, do. Oh, really? Oh, like, yeah. They, like fancy dress? Yeah. yeah. I, and I've been making suggestions to people because these guys were really awesome to me, actually, when I went out to L.A. for the Critics' Choice Award. Uh, Joseph A. Bank on Main Street in Salt Lake City. Go. They have not many people know that they rent tuxes, but they do. Oh, they rent them. They rent them and they sell them. Okay. And so they just they they were like, yeah, if you can spread the word that we're renting tuxes, go for it. And I was like, there you Sweet. go. Wait, so for your Academy Awards fun. Yeah. Get get fancy, lads. Right. Anything else? I think we're good. Well, I want to say one more thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Jeff. Oh hi, <laughs> Jeff Vice birthday. As we record this today is Jeff's Vice birthday. It is Groundhog Day. Davy uh, Crockett's birthday. Brent Dave. Spiner's birthday. <laughs> Fair Fawcett's birthday. Brent Spinner. Mm-hmm. You got good ones. I have Carrot Top. <laughs> Sucks. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm trying to think of who I, I have. It's <laughs> not a good choice. All right. Let's, let's uh, finish this up here. Uh, the uh, the rest of the episode called Dick Diamond, the Shatner tribute episode. Stay tuned to the end for Shatner's greatest moment on film. Promise. Please to enjoy. Hey there, Digital Comics fans. You say you just can't make it to the store every Wednesday. You prefer buying digital instead of hard copies. You wish you could help out our brick-and-mortar friends at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. Well, a harmonic convergence is happening now. You can buy your digital comics through the Dr. Bolt's website, and everybody wins. You get your comics on your magic device, and Dave and the boys at Dr. Bolt's get to wet their beak. Have a taste. Get some love. You know we here at Geek Show Podcast love them. They are the friendly comic book store in town after all. Hey, I'll miss seeing you there every Wednesday at 2043 East, 3300 South. But this way, they get the love. Between the DC New 52 and the Avengers vs. X-Men, it's never been a better time to be a comic book fan. Walking Dead Comics, all your indie stuff, they're all at drvolts.com. That's drvolts.com. Or if you forget, there's a link on geekshowpodcast.com. Just be sure to tell them Geek Show says Excelsior. And welcome back. Hey. Hey. Oh, I'm refreshed from that break. <laughs> Uh, here's uh, here's a little something uh, regarding Star Trek 1966. Shatner 
At first, he believed that as the star of Star Trek, he was supposed to outshine the rest of the actors and actresses. <laughs> he, letter, he later said that he had come to appreciate the merits of having an ensemble cast with each member's contribution while working on Star Trek. Does anyone believe that? No. I do. I, I believe do. everything. You do? Yes, mm-hmm. everything he says. Everything he says? Yes. It is all gospel. Yes. This is one I, I want fact check on this, and Lee will be thrilled to hear this. Okay. It says here he's a vegetarian. I, wow. Is, I don't know pretty if that's big true. Vegetarian. Anyone know? Well. <laughs> Has anyone uh, shared a steak with Mr. Shatner here? No? I'm is looking alcohol it up. alcohol vegetarian? I'm, I'm checking. <laughs> that beef rum. <laughs> well. <laughs> Shannon's gone. For some beef oh, where rum. Where did Shannon go? Did he have to pee? No, he he heard Shatner talking and he just wandered away. <laughs> he just wandered away. <laughs> uh, yes, my like lord. A, like a yes. siren calling. I will do your bidding, Lord. Who do you want me? I'll kill that one. Uh, now this is uh, this is something uh, the the younger folks probably don't know. Uh, the movie uh, Halloween in 1978, Shatner had a major contribution to. Michael Myers' mask is actually a William Shatner mask turned inside out. Yep. Oh. Did you know that? No. Oh, okay. No, I did not. Did they come to your house during filming and steal your mask? Oh, sorry. I thought I was going to surprise you. Uh I'm stunned. His face appears on the cover of the official first aid handbook issued by the National Safety Council. In what country? America. Oh. Well, he's Canadian. America. I know. I I did get it. Yeah. I did get verification. He he may have been a vegetarian at one point, mm-hmm. maybe and he did a he did a documentary in the early '80s about vegetarianism. But oh, he's okay. no longer. But then the vegetables were all gone, and he was forced to eat hamburgers. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, back mm. to the uh, the official first uh, first aid handbook issued by the National Safety Council. They did this because of his time hosting Jimmy Rescue Nine One One. That show's amazing. I don't care. It, it, I would watch that. It would be like my Friday Let's night. Let's go down the panelist. Uh, do you have a favorite episode of 911? <laughs> I do. Jimmy. Uh, that's when the kid blew his uh, hand off with an M80 because uh, he lit it in his bedroom like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I've got mine. Mm-hmm. The one where he uh, taught me how to do a tracheotomy with a ballpoint pen. <laughs> Um, or that, that might have been an episode of MASH. That was I don't know. That was MASH. <laughs> one of the two. I don't know. I, re- I really like the one where a super soldier from the past came to take over a ship and he had to do a flying judo kick. That was Star Trek, dummy. Huh? Oh. <laughs> now, here's a, here's a question. I'm a bad geek, a bad Chatner fan. Uh, tech War? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah. 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 All right, who's... Books, books and television series. He wrote the books. Yeah. He uh, was on the TV show. Nope. What was the plot? Um, there are these techs, and they had a war. Oh. <laughs> and Sophisticated. Some, and sometimes people needed to talk about the war. Again, I'm a terrible, terrible guy. <laughs> and the techs. Hmm. And I wouldn't get Thank too, you. And Thank I wouldn't you. get too carried away with crediting him with writing anything, because the writing hey, mostly hey, consists hey, of hey, going... Dude, he's right downstairs. And then the, somebody else would actually he's, write he's, it. he's already been yelling at girls. You think it's going to stop him from yelling at you? <laughs> He wouldn't even be the first one today. <laughs> <laughs> now, a very important question to the entire audience. How much would you pay for William Shatner's kidney stone? <laughs> <laughs> because someone did. Yeah, he offered him 25 grand, and he, he said that he uh, decided to be like the Jewish mama or 
or something and, and ask for a hundred. Incorrect. And they gave him seventy-five grand. Yes. And then he got twenty-five grand from the. He was. It was auctioned on GoldenPalace.com for seventy-five thousand dollars. The money went to Habitat for Humanity. Yes. And well, he had a house built for somebody in New Orleans. Very good, Mrs. Well, Sam. As I as I saw on the show. Uh, yes. Oh, he's back. As I saw on the show, uh, raising hope. That is called a dick diamond. So I seventy five thousand for William Shatner's dick diamond. I think that's okay, right? I'd make a ring out of that. It's like you know what that is? That's Shatner's dick diamond right there, right? Now, now will you marry me? Kiss it, right? Don't kiss it. Wasn't that one of his shows, Dick Diamond? Dick Diamond, I think so. Detective Dick kiss Diamond. Kiss my dick diamond. Yeah, it's private dick, Dick Diamond. Uh, I love that. I think that's the name of the episode. <laughs> but kiss my dick diamond? Kiss Shatner's dick diamond. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty good at naming Remember episodes. Remember that, Tony? Would you please? Probably write it to down. credit Greg Garcia. Write that down. Yeah. I'll, write, I'll write it in this thing we're all supposed to autograph. Okay. Oh, are we? What? Shatner's okay. dick diamond. Shatner's dick diamond. We're giving it back to the person we autographed. He'll remind us. Uh, Shatner, is an, Shatner is an expert equestrian. That's true. Yes, Oh, y'all act like you know what equestrian is. I don't have a college education, all right? (laughs) That's a guy who believes in mermaids, right? Yes. Okay, thank you. Uh, Horse rider, of course. Uh, He has put it to good use. Uh, Well, for example, in 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 Star Trek Generations. It was his horse. Oh, my. That was the best scene. Which was uh, him and Patrick Stewart. He had to uh, kind of teach Patrick Stewart how to ride a horse. It's so stupid. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Here's the most important bit of a uh, tip he could give anyone yep. riding a horse. To a reduce... out of kidney stone before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it from Superman. He didn't do it right. To... <laughs> oh. Oh. Jeez, wow, James. that took a second to register. Once again, wow. bringing shame to the Joseph F. Smith Legacy Gallery. That was terrible. <laughs> To reduce chafing. What? He said to Patrick Stewart, you're going to be chafed. Mm -hmm. Wear pantyhose while riding your horse. You didn't know that? You didn't know that? I just do it on a regular basis. That's an image. That's an image. That's an image you want. But you put pants on over. Patrick Stewart slap it on their legs. (laughs) You put the pants on over the pantyhose, right? Oh, dear God. That's a DVD. (laughs) (laughs) Just making sure. Bringing shame to the... Wow. Why did, why did we give him a microphone? I don't know. Because that was awesome. Okay. Makes him feel good. Uh, let's see. Who has the uh, album from 2004 has been? I do. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> it's really good. It's oddly fantastic. It is oddly fantastic. William Shatner has been. The album was produced by Ben Folds. Yep. Who also plays on the album. Other guest performers include Joe Jackson. Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. Amy Mann and Adrian Ballou. Yep, it's good. fine stuff. Can't get behind it. It's one of the best ever. Yeah. All right. It's good and angry. Uh, to this day, Shatner has not fully recovered from the depression brought on by the 1968 death of his father, Joseph Shatner. Oh, wow. Roddenberry personally gave him permission to postpone shooting scenes with Nimoy for Devil in the Dark for him to attend the funeral, return within a week. Devil in the Dark is his favorite episode of Star Trek. It's a good episode. The Hortas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pain. Pain. I heard. I heard it out there. I heard you guys. That was that weird pizza-looking thing, right? Yeah, the horda <laughs> with the bowling ball eggs. Yeah. 
It's a, a space omelet. Exactly. All right. Let's uh, let's wrap this up here. I want to, I want to each one of you to share a memory, a little something, before oh. we go into the theater and worship at the man's feet. Uh, one of my favorite images of Shatner is him melting like a candle as a devil worshiper in the devil's reign. Devil's reign. Oh, didn't see it. Was Ernest Borgnine in that? He was. Okay, I did see that. It gave me nightmares. Because of Ernest Borgnine. He's just, he, <laughs> I just I can't look at him. It's Come just, on. You know. that, for, for me, I just think it's really cool that you get to say Shatner, mm-hmm. and everybody knows exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, right? That wasn't always the case. Well, now it is the case. I know, but you, like 30 years ago, it was. Right? And I hope this one day that happens to me. They got him confused with like a Shannon. Maximilian oh, Shatner? Sh- no, I Shannon, think people yeah. didn't know who Shatner was. 30 years ago? And also, I would like to take him to task. Yes. Ooh. For uh, doing that maneuver on TJ Hooker. Ah. Where he got on the hood? Always. Because oh. I nearly or maybe got braid damage. <laughs> <laughs> really drunk one night with my friend Charlie. Hooking it up. Playing uh, TJ Hooker. You said on the I want to play TJ truck. Hooker. You and, I, and then he turned. He's like, I'm gonna, well, I'm going to turn now. And I slid off the side because it was an old truck. Nothing to hold on to. So that explains why you didn't make the recordings last week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, playing on the hood of the car. Jimmy? Uh, I think my favorite parts of watching Star Trek are clearly in the fight scenes when it cuts and it's not Shatner. And it's clearly the body double. And like they didn't George try. Loomis. Yeah, it's George, George Loomis. Loomis, his stunt double. That, it makes me smile every time. Because then I also think that Shatner's just like, man, fuck it, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> George, get in here. <laughs> Hey, but he was like, George, get out of here. We're just going to bang a, a green broad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got this. No, no, I got this I one, got George. I got this, bro. Yeah. 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 Well, what I got I, this one. They didn't even try to match their no. hairstyles. No. I mean, you know, or anything. It was it was like he was clearly he had like a, red afro. a foot taller. <laughs> <laughs> he had dreadlocks. <laughs> Although, be, to be fair to Shatner, he can do the drop kick. Yes. As proven on World Wrestling Entertainment when he drop kicked to Jerry the King Lawler. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you, Jeff. But if he did it tonight, he'll probably die. All right. So, <laughs> um, I loved William Scott Shatner Pierce? when I was a kid. I love Star Trek so much. It's weird when I think that I've interviewed him several times, and I'll just say that the ones where he was sober went easier. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you, you do make fun of his acting style, but you are, I do. You I do. are out, of, out of all of us, probably the biggest Star Trek fan at the table. Uh, really? I, I love Star Trek so much. Close. Mr. Cade? I, I don't know. I, Jeez, Shatner was a huge part of my life when I was a kid. I mean, I, you know, single mom, I'd just sit and watch Star Trek all the time. Whenever it was on, that's all I did. Mm-hmm. So, But the thing that it kind of inspired me to do is I thought everybody should have a little Shatner in their life. So since the age of 14, anytime I'm anywhere with any kind of a guest book, mm-hmm. I sign William Shatner in it. <laughs> <laughs> and so... <laughs> And and I have now. It's going on thirty years of doing this, and I've only been busted once. And it and it took the person twelve years to track me down. It's like, hey, was that when you went to George Takei's wedding? No. <laughs> oh, a friend of mine called me up and said I was looking oh, for our wedding. Oh no, he street, didn't. Shatner's name's right under yours, so I oh do. Oh <laughs> Tony, you're the youngest one at the table. You're. Uh, What's a I liked it when Zachary I Quinto came in. I saw him on TV in. one time. You guys are jerks. Chris Pine's hot. 
Uh, I definitely remember him most from Rescue 911. When I was oh, little, we watched God. that every week <laughs> as a family. Did you learn things? Yeah, like not to put M80s in your hand and light them. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that was the only episode that just aired for five years. Thinking quickly, Tony called 911. <laughs> <laughs> My hand's gone. I want to share a scene from a film. That's uh, in an audio format. In it, well, I'm, I'll we're going to act it out for you. I'll, I'll talk you through it. Okay. Uh, it's it's a movie. Uh, it's very very close to my heart because it's as though they took these two characters and they were each opposite sides of my id, growing up from from like grade school to my twenties. Uh, it's called Free Enterprise. Oh. And uh, Shatner is in it. And uh, it's about two geeks growing up. Uh, how many here got beat up because you wore your Star Trek uniform to school? <laughs> oh, look. I saw two people. One only only three of us. Oh, mine was made of paper. That's got to say you something. Guys are geeks. Only uh, nobody from the audience. Three people from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of messed up. Which explains why more of these guys aren't on the podcast. <laughs> well, we're Shannon. working through some issues. <laughs> well, Shannon, it is called Geek Show. All right. Uh, yeah, so if you get a chance to see it, it's called Free Enterprise. It's uh, it's a terrific thing. I'm going to try to get this to uh, to come up here. And uh, for the for the podcast listeners, I'll, I'll walk you through the action that is happening. Uh, it's, it, it's, a, it's a fight scene on a schoolyard. It then goes to a dream sequence and then back to the fight scene at the schoolyard. Quick time is thinking. I know. I should have had this queued up. I'm sorry, you guys. You would be so mad at Gina right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would. It wasn't like he was looking at pictures of ponies. Right. Here we go. Here it comes. Give me some audio here. So there you see it. Robert Mercer Island, Washington. It's a group of kids around him. Here's this little kid in a Star Trek uniform. You look Get, like a homo, Burnett. Getting beat up by the soldier. you are? A homo? What does my uniform have to do with my sexual preference? Douchebag. <laughs> kid is just getting the shit beat out of him. To the point where he falls down He goes into a dream sequence. Also known as coma. <laughs> so he, he passes out. They, they could have cut this a little bit, I think. So he passes out. He's still passing out. He's still passing out. Shoot it all. God, kid, go down. Slowest passer out ever. Independent film. They don't know when to stop. Had to do some artsy fades. Yeah, so he uh, he looks up. Yeah, it's it's very sad. A bright white light. That's death. And there's William Shatner to talk to him. It takes forever to walk toward him. What are you doing here? I think I ought to tell you that that uh, Aryan youth is going to kick you into oblivion. But what about in arena when Kirk fought the Gorn? That giant lizard monster was three times as big as him. My boy, that was a TV show. I used a stunt double. I always use a stunt double. Except in love scenes. I insist on doing those myself. (laughs) What would you do to avoid a fight? I wouldn't dress like a geek. Gold is not your color. In birth tones. Mike didn't actually start the fight. He didn't? No. Not exactly. Not exactly? Who threw the first punch? You don't want to know. I wouldn't have asked you if I didn't want to know. Well, it was something he said. What'd he say? You really don't want to know. I really do want to know. 
He said that Han Solo was cooler than Captain Kirk. Kick the little fucker's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And as we all were, we were inspired by William Shatner. I, exactly. The kid gets back up, takes takes down the bully, and afterward, what would Shatner do after he took down the bully? Get the girl. Well, he would get the girl, of course, but he would pontificate. Oh. So. Nice. I won't do it. I won't hurt him anymore, do you hear me? Do you? Maybe he did think wearing a Starfleet uniform to junior high was strange. Maybe he thinks I'm different. Don't you know anything but about But we're all love? teenagers here. We all want less homework, to be more popular, to play spin the bottle, and have it land on Laura Hofferman. That's why we're here. That's what this is about. There we go. There you go. So, yeah, that uh, that happened to me. <laughs> There's also a uh, talk later uh, in the movie with a girlfriend where she says, uh, <laughs> I'd like you to pay the electric bills instead of buying those Star Trek Christmas ornaments, if you could. I had that argument as well. <laughs> all right. Uh, I want to thank you all for coming. I think, uh, I think it's going to be a good show tonight. Uh, every review I've read of, uh, of Shatner's world is just terrific. He's an entertaining man, an inspiration. A hand for William Shatner, y'all. And thank you from Geek Show for coming to this uh, special podcast. We appreciate it. It'll be on on Monday. Thank you. So, is there going to be two on Monday? No, we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll push back. I, I'm, excited. Uh-huh. I'm excited that I can say that I'm going to be in a room full of geeks and we're all going to get shat upon. Shat upon. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. B, would you please... Well, for sure, Shatner more ham. There you go.